0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Intelligence Podcast. I am Harold James Preller, joined,
1: as always, by Corey Stewart. Good morning, Harold. Oh, good morning.
0: There's a lot of news afoot
1: with the Padres. Big, big interview this morning on the Ben and Woods program.
0: Beloved Ben and Woods, bringing yes. on president, of CEO, CEO? Is CEO? Yeah, I think it's CEO, right? Big boss man. Yes, Eric the Wiener, boss. The man with the uh, incredible charisma.
1: The checkered blazers. <laughs>
0: Uh, yes, Eric Gruppner came on to explain away this season He came Chenda out of his cave And to discuss how wonderful the Agave Club, the Cutwater Agave Club will be <laughs> in deep left people. It's gonna be amazing <laughs> uh, So, we all listened to the interview, we uh, maybe were a little underwhelmed as usual I mean, with Eric Gruppner, I think the standard response is just under
1: underwhelmment, right? <laughs> is that a word? I guess, well, today was a little bit better, I guess. I mean, there was a little more He's a man completely devoid of excitement,
0: uh, charisma, uh, personality. <laughs> he's just, he's just, a, a, an, he's, he's an empty suit, right? He's, he's the definition of
1: an empty suit. Yes. We'll go with that.
0: Like, even our beloved Wayne Partelho at <laughs> least had charisma when he came on, right? He's full of charisma. <laughs> full of charisma. Full of charisma. Uh, Mike D., he had some charisma, right?
1: I I guess kind of. Kind I mean, of. in
0: a smarmy, sleazy, uh, <laughs> right. like Yes, that's a good way Sexual to put it. assaulting, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Way. Just allegedly. There's no. There's no. I don't think sexual assault. I think that's probably too far. But
1: maybe too far.
0: Stealing from the team. Stealing kind money. Of way, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> holding sex boat parties. Allegedly. 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 Look, I, we're only asking the question. We're not alleging <laughs> yeah. anything. No,
1: of course not. Yeah,
0: of course not eric Grubner's just a guy that couldn't be more boring right he's what you would expect when you make the general counsel the head of your team
1: yes yes exactly yeah. that's, that's a perfect description yeah. yeah um
0: okay there were some key topics brought up by grubner today uh I, ben and woods did a good job of, of asking questions specifically woods i would say did a good job of Holding his feet to the fire. Yes. Uh, yeah. Ben, of course, lobbed in softballs like uh, about the rodeo coming up, which Groupner then used to kill like 90 seconds of time with the interview, which is very key, very key for us listeners yes. to hear about Groupner and the rodeo. Um,
1: we knew that was coming, though. I they, mean, ha- yeah. they,
0: they have yeah. to close it out. You've got to close it off
1: with a little jerk off. <laughs> yeah. and Yeah, all right. Have a good weekend. little yeah. pat on the ass. <laughs> uh,
2: let,
0: what do you think the meatiest. Uh, portion of
1: the interview was uh, Two really stood out to me One was The Seidler stuff which is scary Because it seems like his health Might be worse than what we Thought
0: so I will say I missed this one Portion of the interview
1: what were you doing again
0: I was in the Chick-fil-a drive-thru uh, <laughs> what, what did you a, order a chicken burrito Spicy chicken burrito <laughs>
2: okay. Yes. Okay.
0: I thought about <laughs> Requesting the new pimento cheese in it but realized that that would cause the burrito to take much longer to be made, oh. and I needed to get home to do show prep yes. for this podcast. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I had to turn the volume down as I ordered, and it was the exact moment that he
1: was discussing Peter Seidler's dire health. Uh, it was, yeah, uh, but just, you know, what a, someone, uh, someone close to us uh, referred to it as a eulogy. Uh, it was very oh, hey, you know, we just were so happy that he's our owner and he's a great guy. And we're wishing him the best, and we can't wait to have him back at Petco Park. And you're just like,
0: oh. it's not enough lifting, you know. Pe- Peter's uh, making a quick recovery. Uh, it's amazing his the spirit he has uh, and how yeah. it's it's leading to him overcoming this this obstacle. There was nothing optimistic in it. Is that what is that oh, what you're saying? Uh, not. Really, it, it was, was like just, let's it was remember worris- let's remember all the great things right. he did, with yes. the homeless and and yeah. bringing excitement back to San Diego baseball. Let's just remember that in our hearts, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a little scary because because the, then you wonder like you know who's who's really running the show and 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 if you know it, you know in the event that his health doesn't improve and he continues to get sicker or whatever or you know. Um, who is taking over? I mean, it's, it's uh, for everything that I've heard. The, the, his wife has zero interest in it. I mean, she's a like a former well, big time yoga instructor. Or let's something be clear: like that.
0: owners don't usually run teams.
1: Well, oh no, yeah, owners I, uh, right, usually yeah. just
0: sign checks and but, that's it. So, and who's going to sign the
1: checks? Is the thing? Well, like, Eric Grubner, right?
0: I mean, I, let's look at the obvious answers. I, I get, but like, Grubner's the CEO, and AJ's the head of base, president of baseball operations. They're the leadership.
1: Yeah. But you still have to have an owner uh, that, that that signs the checks well, and, and, and approves budgets and, and, and stuff, right? And it says yes, no. Y- so I imagine
0: yeah. it's his wife, right? Or uh, or, but, or, and, or or it'll be like a, a Joan Croc situation where she sells the team.
1: Uh, that's the yeah. Because all I've heard is that she really I, has I, no I, interest in that. I don't whatsoever. think Tom has
0: the money for it.
1: Yeah, and, and, and Tom Seidler and, and their brother. kids are like super young. Like right. I think their they're, they're they're like oldest kid school, is like school age. Like right? yeah, I think their oldest kid is a uh, is like fifteen or something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah. So it's not like there's a a, a clear uh,
0: su- succession path.
1: Yeah, right. It's just not there. Right. So uh, I don't. I anyway, mean, it's it was just a, it, that part was a little worrisome. She can sign the checks. And maybe, yeah.
0: Maybe maybe as a, a loving wife, she'll be like, I, I want to carry on the spirit that Peter had. Peter loved nothing more than his family and this baseball team, and I want to carry on that spirit. Maybe that happens. I don't know. Maybe loss makes people think about stuff like that, right?
2: Right.
1: Yeah. Or, or she'll be
0: like, I could instantly make 2 billion dollars by selling this team, so maybe I'll just
1: sell it by getting rid of this damn thing. Yeah. That I want no part of. And yeah. then Joe Who knows? then
0: Joe Sy buys the team.
1: Yeah. Should be <laughs> great. That, that yeah. That's my dream scenario, yes. Is is it is Joe Sigh? That's yeah. that's the one. I mean,
0: what else would we want? The the Saudi some Saudi emirate uh, Saudi uh, I, I what are they called?
1: What Sultans uh, I don't I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's have a Sultan. That uh, would do be some awesome. guy in you know yeah. an
0: emory emory in Dubai buys it. Is that better? I, I don't know. There's plenty I, of people that'll know. buy the team though.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so M- Manny's gonna know. be bummed out. He's gonna be like, fuck, I I wasted all my money on this goddamn soccer team and all these and all this underwear. Yeah. When I <laughs> <laughs> you, mean, you mean I could have owned the team? Yeah like-
0: <laughs> Well, okay, so <laughs> Okay. Look Owners aren't supposed to run the team. Owners aren't supposed to force extensions on their GM, as has been alleged. Like that's not normal but owner behavior, right. right? Yeah. So, so you know, we we used to bash Ron Fowler for getting involved with baseball operations when he is not a baseball operations expert. He's an expert in distributing beer and and marrying into incredible wealth to fund his company. <laughs> that's what Ron Fowler was good at. Yeah. Uh, it's the same with Seidler. He's a private equity guy that runs companies like. Dick sporting or LA fitness and stuff like yeah. corporations. He's not a baseball ops guy. So in general terms, if we get an owner that's not involved and just signs the checks, that's fine with me.
1: Yeah. It, but then it, the
0: questions become, are the people running the team right now, the best people to run the team?
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously there, there are financial implications of, of, of that. Sure. Yeah. And so, that, that brings us to the, the second most important part of the interview, right? Which was the, yeah, the, the salary, yeah. uh, you know, about like, well, and uh, question like was what very the directly, payroll is going to be.
0: Well, Woods' question was very directly, how can you explain to the fans why ticket prices are going up, yet all of the reports say that payroll is going down, right?
1: Yes. It, that, that, so that was his question. It, that was his question, basically.
0: Which is honestly a uh, uh, holding the feet to the fire question.
1: Yeah, and it rolled into this answer. Number
3: one, you're right. We're uh, incredibly grateful, as I said earlier, for the fan support that we've received this year. With regard to where payroll goes relative to where it is this year, um, you know, there's always changes year in, year out on payroll based on who you have under contract, where you have needs. And so our focus is going to continue to be on putting a team on the field that we believe can win a World Series championship. And, uh, that doesn't always equate to higher payroll or lower payroll. I mean, you would think counterintuitively, why would you lower payroll to do that? I think, you know, there were some issues with the roster that we had out on the field this year. I think, you know, a lot of people have talked about probably a lack of cohesion, you know, maybe being um, a bit too top heavy, not enough depth, not enough role players. Not you know a lot of a lot of elk and uh, you know maybe not a lot of young hungry guys uh, that were contributing. So we've got a that's part of the critical assessment we go into this off season. But you know we're going to continue to put a team on the field at a payroll level that we feel confident gives us a really good opportunity to win a World Series championship next year and in the coming years. And that's really the baseline commitment that Peter has brought to the organization in the period of time that he really stepped into that control person chairman position, which is it's not gonna be it's not gonna be a fire sale. There's not gonna be a year where we tear it all the way down. Um, It's going to be year in and year out a commitment to putting a team on the field that can play winning and championship caliber baseball. And so that's what we're going to do next year. Um, And if you look at the levels that we've been at for payroll in comparison to where the Padres have traditionally or historically ranked relative to the rest of the league in payroll, we've, for these last several years, been among the top teams in Major League Baseball. We probably settle in still towards the top of the league. Um, But, you know, year in, year out, I I don't think in this market it would be fair to expect that we're going to have one of.
0: unpack in that quote uh it's hard to tell whether that was ron fowler or jeff morad speaking (laughs) at some parts of it uh in in fact eric grubner reused some of the exact lines that jeff morad john moore's ron fowler have all said to us about uh it would be unfair in the in this market uh to expect a top payroll in baseball um you know other than the fact that we are already there now so it it doesn't really seem that weird for us to expect that when we were told that if we come out and support the team and pay higher prices after two consecutive years of price increases, soon to be three, that that would lead to a higher payroll. And it did, right? So yeah. it's not weird for the fans to expect that at this point when it's literally the reality today.
1: When the fans did their, their part. When did their part, yes. Yeah, yeah I, I like how at, uh, at the end he mentioned something about, uh, you know, trying to build loyal fan relationships. Like, yeah, but but you, you've... You've hit them with th- three increases right. in three years,
0: and now two increases after historic disastrous teams. Yes, because it was an increase after 2021 as well.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Um, so oh. what Gruppner said, and this was this was all really spurred on by A, a report by Kevin AC, b a uh, corroboration by Dennis Lynn, but just reading it verbatim from AC. Multiple sources have maintained for months that the Padres plan to curb spending in 2024. While there is no telling what owner Peter Seidler will ultimately do, their projected target is evidently around $200 million, give or take a few million. And then Dennis corroborated, right?
1: Yeah, then Dennis, in his article, the the big takedown, uh, as the Padres accelerated their spending, baseball people began asking one another, how the heck is a team in the nation's 30th ranked TV market pulling this off? The questions persist. The rumors are continuous. The Padres are short on cash. Seidler is selling off pieces of the club. The team's limited partners are resisting more capital calls. Team officials say none of these com- None of these statements are true.
0: I mean, we've said here that uh, there's. I've heard reports that they're leveraging their their development property on the tailgate lot, and they're pulling money out of that and using that for operations. And that's a one. That's a that's a bullet you can't put back in the gun once you fire it, right? Like yeah. they've done that; they've they fired the bullet, so it's not surprising they don't have a TV deal. There's no TV deal on the horizon. Uh, Craig Elston did a great discussion of this on Padres Hot Tub, discussing specifically the fact that there's not there's not someone lining up here to to, to sign a money losing contract anymore. Right. The last two were huge money losers. Yeah. One of the companies, a massive company, <laughs> went bankrupt. And identified the Padres contract as the least
1: profitable contract that they held. So no one's coming in with that big fat check, right? Like like has happened in the past, right? That's not that, th- that, that doesn't check appear is, to happen. That it check is not walking us, through us, that right? door, but
0: right. It, it sounds like the strategy now is to get collect from the five hundred thousand households that have cable or whatever the number is now that they're going to collect. You know the per. Basically, when you pay cable, some of that $100 or $150 you're paying, like $4 of it is going to go to the Padres for their broadcast, right? Yeah. So they're going to get that, and they're going to get not that much streaming because they still haven't signed any contracts with streaming services. And then whatever they get from MLB TV, right, for their, yeah. the Padres subscription thing, it's not going to add up to $60 million. No. Like, like I, I think I'd seen projections where if everything goes right, they'd be pulling in maybe twenty. Which is incredibly low compared to their competitors, yeah. and they and while many of their competitors were part of Diamond Sports and, and Valley Valley, right? Yeah, and, and they are losing their contracts. Like I think the D-backs lost their contract as well, right? Yes, other yeah. competitors yeah. like the Giants and the uh, the Dodgers have their own contract that are paying out huge sums of money under the old, the old money, you know, in, oh, from fuck. the old like, era, like right? The
1: Yankees, the right. Mets, like they bring in some.
0: Yeah, so money. I mean, to be honest, it's not entirely surprising. You know, if they lose fifty million dollars of revenue, okay, then are the costs coming down fifty million dollars? It appears so, right? It would jibe yeah. together, right? Yeah. Uh, Peter Seidler can't be expected to run the team at a loss forever. I mean, I would like that, uh, <laughs> Peter. If you're <laughs> yeah, listening, so yeah, <laughs> you should continue that. <laughs> you should really continue that. Yeah,
2: absolutely, it's not
0: a bad idea. Yeah, right. yeah. Just sell Rawlings. Yeah. Like no one's gonna miss it. Just put that money into our payroll. Yeah. Fuck. yeah. Don't you love us? <laughs> right. I thought you did. <laughs> Prove it, Peter. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, so, look, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Yeah. I saw a lot of people that were like, well, AC was wrong last year about payroll. And it literally everyone was wrong, right?
1: Right. I mean, and, and So he could yeah, be wrong yeah, again. Yeah. AC came out and was like... They have $5 to spend over the offseason. And then, like, the next day, Seidler was like, Here you go, Robert Suarez. Here's a billion dollars.
2: Like, <laughs> it's like I
1: get it. He whoa, was whoa, wrong, right? right. But he was but very wrong.
0: Clearly, the team had fed him that information. <laughs> yeah, it's not right. like AC's yeah. ACE reporting no. said it because everyone else said the same thing.
1: Yeah, of course not. Yeah. But I it think like, it would Suarez. be a fallacy yeah.
0: to say, because AC was wrong last year, that he will be wrong every time. It, right. And exactly. now that we've heard from Gruppner. Who had every opportunity to say, look, I just want to say that some of the alarmist stuff that's been written this week about payroll, I- I'm here to tell you that we're planning to continue being one of the top payrolls in baseball. He could have yeah. just said that. Right. He did not. But there were codes within what he said <laughs> yes, that there are was. the same things that we've heard in the past from our more miserly owners <laughs> regarding, uh, you know, we really need uh, a chance to let the young guys play that are hungry and ready. That's exactly what... <laughs> all three of those owners have told us in the past and it's not necessarily untrue yeah but it's also code for uh, we want to use some cheap guys to save on payroll yeah.
1: right it was also kind of a little bit of a shot at the guys who have their bag a little yeah, bit which
0: is weird because yeah. they're here for another 10 years <laughs> i know exactly. we're stuck with them <laughs> yes. yeah but yeah. uh but yeah that's yeah. Uh, look at the point that Grubner confirmed it all but confirmed it without saying it yes and when you listen to what he says, listen to the coded language. He all but confirmed that payroll is coming down. He did not give a number. No. No one has confirmed AC's $200 million number, but if payroll's going down 10, I think he wouldn't have given that oratory. If it's going down 20, I don't think he would have given that long, very long, extended,
1: clock-killing oratory that he gave. It was right? like three and a half minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but it, okay, let's say AC's right. And it, and it does drop to $200 million. It's it, disastrous. That's around, what we're figuring, around 20%, yeah. a little bit more. Yeah.
0: That's about about what the revenue they're losing from TV.
1: That's a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah, and we can talk about the specifics, because as you can see here, I have a printout. Yes, I did do. some yeah. show prep. Yes. Uh, look, uh, for a long time, this podcast always said that the ante to make the playoffs has been providing a league average payroll, right? Which is about $150 million. League average payroll is really all that we need. But the problem is AJ ignored that fact and then went all in for this season, this failed 2023 season, and chose to lock up all of our all of these old players for 10 years. Right. Yeah. And so we talk about league average uh, just from those. uh, Let me count the players. Like seven players, I think. We're at $141 million already. So we're almost at the league average just from like seven players. The problem with trying to fit under $200 million, which is well beyond league average, is that he's already committed all this money. There's already $141 million spent right now. And that's before we go to arbitration. That's And this number includes having Lugo and Waka opt out. Okay. If I add them back in, it, uh, let, let's say they sign Waka. Okay, then we're at 156 million $157 million now. Um, lugo probably is going to opt out yeah i don't know if they're going to re-sign him but it's not going to be for seven million dollars anymore right or else he wouldn't opt out right um you want to give soto arbitration that's another 30 to 35 million dollars right like the numbers look bad like in this scenario they (laughs) keep waka and they keep soto okay we're we're at about 190 million dollars already Let's say AC's wrong and it's really $210 million and there's $20 million to spend. Look at what we need to replace. And I keep hearing – I keep hearing in uh, – I think this is one of the articles, but it was – a belief that we can just run it back and expect them to win hundred million, uh, uh, sorry, 100 games next year, right? Course, that's a, a, common, that's have... a common refrain, right? It really like, is. Hey, yeah. these players were just underperforming, and we, we yeah. bring back the same players next year, and we'll be fine. Uh, hey, we're losing the best closer in baseball, and we're losing literally the Cy Young winner <laughs> from the rotation, and we're not re-signing them. Yeah. Uh, who are you replacing Blake Snell with in this scenario? Michael Waka Also, uh, you bring... We're, we also need to fill two other rotation spots, yes. like outside of that. But yeah, um, it's not the same team. Like you no. subtract Kevin Brown from the 1998 Padres, <laughs> and you don't. You're not running it back, right? No, no that's not running it back, right? Yeah, it's it, that's what we're losing. We're losing Kevin, not quite as good as Kevin Brown, one of the greatest Padres in history. Yeah, right. Despite what Bill Center believes, yeah. ranking him 64th best Padre oh in history. God. But outside of that fact, um, it's not running it back.
1: No. Like Josh Hader's a big deal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you have a playoff game, right? <laughs> Who is starting that the first playoff game? Blake Snell. Blake Snell. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have the opportunity to close that and use your closer, who's closing that? It's Nick. it's Hader 100%. <laughs> and you're losing both of those yeah. guys. It's not Stephen Wilson. Yeah, and let me tell you. So it's like uh, you're you're in uh, what the the thought was, you were just going to push Suarez into the into the Hader role okay
0: okay he's okay he's good i guess yeah but
1: he's
0: he's not as good as hater oh, yeah. he gives up a, a lot more bombs i know that i mean his yeah. statistically he gives up a lot more home runs
1: yeah and obviously we need to see him for an extended period of time because we really haven't got to see that you know at, uh, well, at the end of this year people, thought
0: I, people thought I was kidding but I, I don't think he should be the closer next year
1: who should be the closer barlow oh <laughs> barlow's are you, better are you going barlow
0: i think barlow's better he's closed before and, and there's other reasons too. Barlow's going into free agency next year. If, if you believe in contract year oh, contract surges, year
1: stuff. yeah, he
0: he he can make himself a lot of money if he's a successful closer, and he has been a successful closer before. Suarez has never really had that role, yeah. Um, and mentally, like that, most say that that's generally important, right, to have that experience or that the mentality, mindset, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. But also with Barlow, if things go wrong next year, you juice up his value by making him closer, and we ship him off. We're going to get a lot more for him as a as a closer oh, at the deadline Ryan? than we yeah. will as a as a setup man.
1: Oh, so you are saying we're selling at the deadline next year? As I,
0: a... I think we have to assume <laughs> the there is a possibility, right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, also, I think he's better.
1: I think he's better than Suarez. Well, it, uh, going back to the the payroll situation like, with how bad it is, it doesn't that kind of make you think that them trading Soto. Because that's a big chunk right there. They obviously, you're not moving Manny, you're not moving Tatis, you're not moving Bogart. That's a big chunk that yeah. at arbitration, he's going to be 30 million, maybe more. Probably 30, 35? 30, right? Yeah, right yeah. around there. That's at a least big, 30, but that's probably That's a big could chunk that you more. can, yeah. And which, uh, that's the last thing that I fucking want. Like, because right. he's been incredible. Like, you get, so then you have to replace all that offense.
0: And I, I, I don't know how you replace it. I don't. I don't either. How do you replace a top ten hitter in this lineup? And I, and I uh, do sorry, not top ten hitter in Major League Baseball.
1: Right in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I, I do not trust him to bring back the pieces that we need to to make yeah. this a, to make this a, as group. A, I think you mentioned the World Series like four times or whatever in this. Right. It, yeah, it's like, dude. I I, uh,
2: I mean
0: we we've said this how? in past episodes. Like it's hard to see how we get from here to there. But when you add in the payroll constraints, it's a lot easier to get from here to there if they bring back a $260 million payroll. Yeah. It's a lot harder when you look at the facts. Like, 141 already committed. Already. And, and in that scenario, we need to fill three of the rotation spots. And the other two rotation spots are being used by two pitchers that, I hate to say it, but look injury-prone, right? Darvish oh. and Musgrove. Yes. I know no one wants yes. to believe it about Musgrove but he's been hurt constantly. Whether it's self-inflicted with a stupid hyperbaric chamber or <laughs> dropping a dumbbell on his foot yeah. or or now like an actual bodily issue, right? Yeah. Um I don't know how you can count on them for and, a full and, season and Darvish is old and frequently injured. Yes, right? Yeah. He's got because a lot of innings on that. Cuz when line. you get older, you get hurt more. Yeah, just ask Manny. That's
1: yeah. Right. Yeah. The
0: last three years, we've had to hear excuses on Manny of you know he, he plays every game and he's wearing down. Uh, yeah, because he's old, getting old. That's yeah. what happens. Right. That's not a that's not a freak thing this year. It's happened the last three seasons where he's worn down by the end of the season. Well, yeah, and there's and there's nagging injuries at that point, right? Yeah. That he plays through. Yeah. This is there's a clear trend, and it's not Manny. This is what happens to players once they get
1: into their 30s. Yeah, but this is not just about needing money for just for the pitching staff. You also you have one catcher, which is Camp, which yeah. is great. But you're going to need a second. Uh, and if you do want, to Wait, bring, you don't like Brett Sullivan, you know, if you do want to, if you do want to bring back Sanchez, that's not going to be super it's be cheap. Ten, yes, five to ten, probably something like. If they let, can, let's remember, can Austin they even Hedges, afford that?
0: Austin Hedges got paid five.
1: Yeah, so can they even afford that? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. What about? Do the- you want to
0: devote ten million dollars <laughs> to yep. a backup
1: catcher? Right. Yeah. That's the thing. So, so Sanchez, I guess, is gone, and then you've got to go find somebody else that's somewhat cheap. Yeah. Uh, and then also your DH role. Who's your DH next year? Ugh.
0: I hope not Matt Batten. Or...
1: Uh, right. Like,
0: who's it your? Who's seems your like DH? a nice
1: kid, but that's not a good DH. That, so you got you also got to handle the DH situation. Yeah.
0: I. And, and really, like, do you keep Christian? Do we need to replace Grisham? I, would I, keep, I don't know, but I but the payroll Grisham is so kind of forcing damn, us into a scenario where Grisham. we keep Grisham, and we have a just dead weight in the in the lineup. It, it, it,
1: but, or do you want to play Jose Azokar there? Like, none of these are good answers. No, none of them are good answers. Like, I, personally, I like. And, but this is a payroll thing. I would put. I would much rather have Tatis in center, and then in right field, like just like get a free agent that has some pop. Yeah. But like, I, 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 I'm tired of the. Uh, Tatis will be every bit as good as Grisham, I think he's going to be better because he has an arm. Grisham has a fucking noodle arm. He, he can't throw anybody out. So bad.
0: Yeah. Like Amarista had a Tatis better arm can throw, in center field.
1: Tatis people. can throw anybody out, you know, all over the field. And he'll be able to track down the same balls that Grisham can. Sure. And, but he's not going to hit fucking 200 and be in the top 15 in strikeouts in the league. Yeah. You know, so get somebody in right field. Or single-handedly kill games with boneheaded decisions. This is going to be insane. This is going to be crazy. I would, 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 I would rather have an, an outfield of uh, Soto and left, Tatis and center, and Hunter Renfro in right field than I would rather have Soto, Grisham, and Tatis. I can be sold on that. I, I, it, it's uh, Renfro is very bad right now. I, yeah, it, I'm, I'm just, I'm just done with Grisham after his bump the other night during the no hitter. Yeah. that got Matt Batten thrown out at second base. Like, all you have to do is drop down a fucking bump, man. And you can't even do that.
0: And they're it's not even just, using him anymore. No, like, yeah. He's barely in the lineup. Oh, so it, the writing's kind of on the wall right here. Good.
1: Because I, 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 I for all the talk, it. all the yeah. dumb
0: talk where they're like, a, oh, this win streak is going to carry the momentum into 2024, which is one of the God. absolute dumbest statements you could make the in baseball. dumbest fucking shit. Um, yeah. If you truly believe that and you think Grisham is coming back, shouldn't he be playing to try to get... Get this winning spirit in him, yeah, and, get that, and get that momentum going for next year, just yeah. like it worked for Kyle Blanks and, right. and for every Bud Black team that was out of out of the right. playoffs, but would go on a
1: hot streak in September. People are forgetting that, like this win streak. Obviously, the the first win was against the Dodgers, right? Yeah. But then, then it was Oakland. Oakland is right. Right a now, hundred and six losses. Right now, or a hundred and seven. Yeah. They're going to lose over hundred and ten games. Did you watch? That's those not ga- easy. Did you watch those oh, games? They're chucking it all Their over first the yard. Just chucked it into the dugout for no reason. <laughs> the one where he spiked
0: yes. it. Yes. Like, cracking. there's literally no one on those teams.
1: <laughs> Terrible. And then the and then the 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 the, uh, the Rockies come in and they're going to lose a hundred games as well. Yeah. A little over hundred games, but like, come on, man. Like, oh, in, in this, the, you had you had the guy Blake Snell who's going to probably going to win the Cy Young right now, right? And they couldn't scratch across a run for that guy <laughs> against the Rockies. Yeah. Like, I mean, calm barely down. Won,
0: barely won the game I went to on Wednesday. Uh, you know,
1: and, and, and barely won the the, the game on the,
0: the night before Tuesday. Yeah. And looks, wins are wins, right? Yeah, Th- those are games we would have lost. We lost a series to the Royals this year. Yeah. you know, like we've <laughs> yes. lost a series to the Rockies this year. Yeah, wins are wins. Wins but- are wins. But, but there's no – the momentum's not going to carry, like, trust
1: me. Come on. Oh, No, absolutely. What what about the momentum from 2022? Did the Phillies take all of that momentum from us yeah. beating us in the NLCS? Because <laughs> we seem to have some really good momentum there beating the Mets in New York and then taking down the Dodgers. Yeah.
0: Yeah, how come all the bad momentum in 2021 didn't carry over I, to 2022? How I, come they were good? Right. I don't get it. Yeah. Huh. So. Weird. Um. The payroll's bad. I, I I don't know what we do. He's
1: created a big time mess. A big time mess. Do you pay prospects to
0: make some of the contracts go away? Not really, because Bogarts
1: is actually okay. Yeah, good. Bogarts, he's good. Is, yeah, he's he's good. Bogarts last, is good. Last, yeah, he's good. Great. Bogarts is good. Last the and first honestly, month, last month, spectacular. You know what? A weird thing in between, with it was just kind of
0: like. Eh. Do you remember when the excuse for Bogarts was that he got a cortisone shot in spring? It, but it wears off after they said it wore off after like a, a couple months. Yeah, and then that's when he was bad when it wore off. That was the fan narrative, right? The team never said this. Yeah, but, right. Um, the the and, and the thing he gets the cortisone shot for is supposedly like a degenerative thing that's happened for like two and a half years now. What happened now? He didn't he get the shot at the All Star break? He got, yeah, it was at the All Star break. And how it come he's right after how come All-Star he's break. fine? I don't. Yeah, I, I don't understand. It's almost like that was a dumb excuse that wasn't real. Possibly. I, I don't know.
1: I, I I, mean, we probably should check in with the guy who runs the, the medical. Yeah, we yeah. should get Don Tricker on the show <laughs> to talk about. Oh, we, oh, he's been on here many times. Oh, we'll get to Don <laughs> yeah,
0: Tricker yeah. in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so Bogart's, on the aggregate, has been good. He's yeah. going to be a four-war player. That's <laughs> about what we would hope for, right? Right. Yeah. I'm not even sure which of these contracts we'd want to go away at this point, if we want to win in the near term. Trading Jake, Cronenworth doesn't save us that much money. No, it doesn't. It, re- it, it doesn't. We can't afford to trade Darvish or Musgrove. Like, we don't have any pitchers. We're kind of stuck. Yeah. Uh, that's the whole thing. Yeah, he's we're crazy. St- thing where we're stuck. We are has, stuck. There's no and, flexibility. And it gets worse. Except in for pe- Soto, and that kills us. Right but we can't win next year without soto. Right. It's like yeah. this horrible between a rock and a hard place situation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And this 141 million dollars gets worse in the future because AJ actually built into Manny and Darvish's contracts a drop in salary just for 2024. So come 2025 their salaries go up as well. So and, and Tatis is going to start continuing to escalate up to the a much 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 higher point. Yeah. So this $141 million looks a lot worse in a year, two years, three years. So I still have the belief that they need to strike and strike hard in 2024, and you can't trade Soto and do that. This lineup without Soto is dreadful.
1: If if we're this screwed next year, and we're just going off of the $200 million payroll situation, if we're this screwed next year, and they're going to keep it around that $200 million mark going forward, as those contracts go up, it's you're awful. even more fucked. Right, you're, like you're, like the, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to have a bunch of minor league guys surrounded by the big, yeah, three or whatever.
0: Yeah, and the scary thing is that AC's reported before that, and Dennis really did in his article as well that the teams basically at max revenue right now. They're selling every seat. The only outlet they had was to raise uh, ticket prices. Like, there, there's yeah. no other way for them to raise more revenue at this point. So. This is the pay. If this is the payroll that the revenue supports, we're we're boned, yeah. In the future,
1: yes, absolutely boned.
0: I don't know what we do. I don't know what we do. Like they've already tapped out the downtown development, right? And that hasn't even broken ground yet, and they've they've already taken equity from that. You know, Dennis is reporting that Peter's selling off pieces of the team to raise capital. Arf- Alfredo Harper Halu doesn't want to give more capital. He's already given an. It's implying he's already given enough via capital And he's calls. saying no more. Right. Yeah. I mean, who's going to put in more capital to a team that just burned $260 million in a campfire? <laughs> right? <laughs> he did not make uh, the Maybe he'll lose. Like, uh, I don't trust Preller to do... Uh, this is all speculation, but like, as a smart businessman that's one of the richest men in the world... I would think he would ask the question since he's not in love with him like
1: Peter is. Man, they were really thinking that they were going to get some big playoff games this year. That place yeah. packed people. Just, the group said that early in throwing the throwing money like yeah. crazy in there. Those tickets, and now you're not going to get you're not going to get a single fucking game. Anymore.
0: No, I don't know what they reported the attendance on Wednesday as, but it was like twenty. It was like a 2017 attendance on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, the Wednesday was there game. was not a lot of people. Though. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure they reported like thirty-seven thousand or something. But yeah,
1: I, I know uh, Monday. Monday it looked like it, Monday was a sellout. That was a right? Yeah, but that was a giveaway. And then Tuesday, I were they calling Tuesday a sellout? Because I was there and it didn't seem. Uh, I think they said it was like thirty-nine thousand. Oh, okay, all just right. okay. short okay. of a sellout because because you, you could see some some patches up top and, yeah. all, and all that. Well, so
0: there were large patches on Wednesday. Yeah.
1: Well, he's saying that uh, what he, on today's uh, when he was on with Ben was that he was saying four of the six will be sellouts. We'll be sellouts. Which makes sense. I mean, yeah. weekends. Yeah. Right.
0: The thing is, with the season ticket base, like it's pretty easy to sell. They don't have to sell that many right, uh, yeah. sing, single tickets. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, so, the payroll is one of the most alarming topics going forward, because I don't know what we're going to do. I, I know Gruppner says we're going to call up the young guys. Um, who? I don't know. They're already up. Eggy Rosario has a sub WRC plus of 100. He seems serviceable, but yeah. he doesn't look like a starter. He's not going to save us. No. Uh, Matt Batten looks a lot better, right, Yeah, than he did earlier, but do we really want him starting? Well, no, yeah, not starting. I, I, I mean, I, I, he's okay as a bench player, as a, as a reserve. He, he seems yeah. versatile. He can play second base, third base, probably first base if well, needed.
1: Uh, doesn't a lot of this hinge on how we can bring back Jerks and Profar? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> they've been on an incredible streak. It, it, we can't <laughs> deny the causation the, the vibes it, it's not yeah there's definitely correlation and causation i think there's no one that denies this right he's hitting like like 100 or whatever since he came back and had critical double plays rally killing but and he had a there's couple no of like,
1: denying his smiles he had like two games or whatever we had like three hits or the something first like two games yeah. when he came back yeah and then he's like, like yeah. been totally worthless <laughs> then, since yeah, the game was at the other night like his first two his first two of bats, just pop-ups in the infield i was just like oh yeah it's like it's really important this guy's getting up bats right now really smart (laughs)
0: Uh, he just wants to prove the (laughs) intelligence podcast wrong for our emergency (laughs) podcast did you notice that manny's hitting like uh under 100 since the ac article came out on friday it did not light a
1: fire under him (laughs) oh man and he hasn't been in the field at all i I, I, look get the fucking surgery man just get the surgery it's not help you're 2 for 20 not
0: 24 or something i think he's 2 for 23 2 for 24 or something yeah it's not helping
1: go get the surgery yeah. oh yeah that's that's just every time i see him in the starting lineup as a dh i'm just like what the fuck are we doing what I, what are we doing i just i keep hearing like ac ac on kept faith
0: was like you know they really looked to manny as a leader and it's not a, you know he's not a typical leader He's a leader in that he will play hurt, and the players notice that. But, like, at at some point, doesn't there have to be a grown-up in the room that's like, Manny, we really appreciate you're trying to get on the field, you're trying to get your at-bats, but, like, it's hindering your ability to the point where it's hurting the team. Yeah. Why is there no one that can say that to him? I
1: don't don't understand that.
0: He doesn't look good. He doesn't look comfortable. No. there. Yeah. I'm sure it's not great for his ego to have this – Article assassinate his character on Friday, and then him not back it up on the
1: field because yeah. his body is limiting what he can do. It seems like he's just kind of going out there and just trying to hit a home run. I'm sure like, he wants like, to because like they're all like he, I, he I has don't know, this how idea He's going to circle outside.
0: He's going to hit it. He, he had one. He hit an, you know one pretty deep on Wednesday, but I, you know in his head he wants to hit the bomb and he wants to point right at Kevin Ac. In the press box, like Phil Nevin did to the owner's box, <laughs> right. you know that you know he's going to do it. He's
1: not going to do the, the Kinsler it, and do yeah. the double bird, yeah. and then point, at it, it, would and then point at it would be incredible. It would be great. Oh god, it would be the that's best that's leadership ever. if yeah, he does that, that. That would be leadership. Yeah, but he doesn't have the physical yeah. ability to back it up. Right? Well, it's the the thing with Manny is is the timeline. It, like we keep reading about this timeline with and, uh, and uh, tennis elbow surgery. Is like six months or something in that range. Somewhere, some say four to five, some say six to seven. Yeah. So who who knows? But obviously that probably has something to do with age too. If it's, yeah, and you some know, it's
0: probably just random.
1: You're right. Exactly. Yeah. Who knows? So, but if what five months puts you right at the start of the season, the uh, start of the series in Korea, right? Yeah. That's so.
0: I, honestly, every week that he's playing is a week that's going to take away from 2024. And I don't understand the justification for that. I, I, uh, not I, for I, a point. I, I don't What are it. they at? A 0.4% chance at the playoffs right now? Something like yeah. an incredible scenarios have to happen for it. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, I'd prefer. I, I'd prefer they, they put him on the DL, gave him, put him in put him on the operating table, call up another minor leaguer. Let's see what they have for the next week. As soon as possible. Yeah. Because at least we're getting a picture. And like, that's the other thing I laugh at. I keep hearing people like uh oh, the team's finally playing how we all expected them to be at the beginning of the season uh the team's being carried by like matt batten hitting you know with 111 WRC+. plus uh uh eggy Rosario hitting home runs like this is not what we drew the plan out to be but they're playing two, uh, with, with triple AAC, g, g man Choi at first base yeah. who's still hitless since we acquired him um, like this is not what we planned for no oh. You didn't plan for Jake Cronenworth to be one of the worst hitters on the team, right? Like none of the plan is happening. None of the plan is happening. Even Kim is cold now. What? He's hurt? Hurt? Yeah, he's hurt. He cold might be back tonight. Hurt. Might yeah. be back tonight. But oh, oh, you
1: might. Okay. Well, that's right, okay. what. Okay. Sammy, that's another.
0: Sa- Sammy Levitt said he, he was taking ground balls on Wednesday. So. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. But he hasn't been good for like a month. He hasn't been hitting. It's not just this abdomen thing. Which they haven't even said with the injuries. It's like it's a, very a bizarre, mysterious right? abdomen injury, which to me sounds sounds bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad when things are inside your tummy that, that are bad. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah and it's, when you're trying to, like, I'm thinking about trying to swing a yeah. bat at full speed and that, having that type right. of a... In, that, and it's like, like a muscle. They didn't awful. say it
0: was, like, his abs, right? It's yeah. not. It's not like a, a muscle injury. The way they worded it was, like... An abdominal, an abdominal injury, right, of some kind. I, I don't know. Yeah. But this is not how they drew up the, the no. season. No. No. Pedro Avila taking awful starts. Matt Waldron, a fringe major leaguer with, like, a 7 ERA. Like, this is not how they drew it up. No. But yet we're being carried by
1: these scrubs. Oh, Nick Martinez back in the starter oh, role. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, he actually had a pretty decent outing. It was like, whoa, my, oh. But but who's he going against again? Right, like a minor the, the league A's team and the Rockies, the A's, and the right. Our double A team would beat
0: these teams, yeah. right?
1: Yes, yeah, they really would. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. I don't know. So I look at these minor leaguers that Gruppner is saying is going to come up and, and help us, and you've got a group of pitchers in double A that are walking the world. Like they all have based on balls over like five five over five per nine innings, which is not good, and that's generally not a great sign for their major league success until they get their control better. Adam Nazer, I think, is the only one down there that is has some control that is performing highly and is not walking everyone. You hear about Snelling, you hear about Uriarte; they're all walking a ton of people. It doesn't work. I looked at this Jose Espada guy that they called up yesterday that throws like eighty nine miles an hour. He's walking everyone. He's he's effective, but he's he's like walking five per nine. It's like it's like it's an organizational strategy to have guys with low velocity that walk everyone. <laughs> Guys like Jay Groom that are, like, setting the, the, the record for walks. Like, this seems to be what we have right now. And not that they're they're dead prospects. Like, Snelly, they're performing fine at AA. But yeah. if you can't find the plate, Major League hitters are going to wait for their pitch and destroy them. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. yeah. They're not ready yet. We, we need, like, there's more mm. to see from them. Don't just look at their ERA. Yeah. So, I, I don't know where it's coming from. We need guys that are more major league ready than what's there. So we're fucked. I I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. Trade Soto. It keeps coming back to the only thing. It comes back to, do we think, and obviously it depends
1: on what we get offered, right? But. Well, I I mean, according to uh, 97.3 The Fan, we might get Corbin Carroll. I mean. I heard that on a
0: 97.3 The Fan, the flagships.
1: What a steal that would be. Yeah. Wow, Corbin oh, no, Carroll. He's, he's, he's under, under, under contract under, for ten years for like no money. For no money, all for a one year of one. Towed by AJ, man, God.
0: Scraby with his finger on the pulse. This is why only fan milf models are all over his his dong.
1: Noted what a coxman. coxman.
0: Man, two weekends in a row hanging out with Annabelle Peaches. Noted milf model. I did some research on her. Oh, you, <laughs> you know, did? She's done a full hardcore. <laughs> oh, really? full hardcore video. Oh, interesting. Yeah, to completion. How do wow. we know it's not Scraby? I don't know. There's no picture of the the uh, the penis's face. We're
1: just asking questions.
0: Yeah. He's hung, if so. <laughs> Produces a lot of semen. <laughs> I can say that. I saw the evidence, <laughs> video evidence of it. Would
1: you say like a Peter North
0: type situation here? Or? <sighs> Let's just say it looks like he's been using a semen axe right. for oh, maximal wow. output. Maximum. Um, Matt Scraby noted Coxman.
2: I look
1: forward to hearing those
0: live yeah, spots. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe we'll the, get the, the link. Fan. For, maybe we'll get that link for the video of, of Scraby's performance with Annabelle <laughs> Peaches on uh, on the show notes. Yeah, yeah I like I like that idea. Um, okay, so that's payroll. That's payroll. That's part A of 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 just a terrible future. Part B is what Dennis wrote about this week with his, with his Lynn Bomb on Monday. Yeah, which to be honest is full of stuff that we've all talked about already and. It's essentially part and, two. And it's a right? Rosenthal article, which means the audience might not necessarily be for Padres fans. It's for the nation. Like right. When, when Ken Rosenthal puts his byline on it, on the athletic app, it goes to the top for baseball. Yes. All baseball fans are reading. Right. Um, I, the main bomb in there was a, a large portion of the article devoted to our beloved head of Padres medical and player health, Don Tricker. His big debut... For those that don't listen to the intelligence podcast, my favorite part was all these people on Twitter that would be like, I can't believe we're finding out about this Don Tricker character. And then I could just mentally note that they're not listeners to exactly. this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that that I can just completely disregard their opinion. They're not true, friar, faithful. Right. How could they be without listening to the number one right. completely free and ad-free podcast? <laughs> That's right, damn it. Yeah. Did so, you get anything good out of the Dennis article? Anything good? Well, interesting. Let's go interesting, because <laughs> obviously we know AJ sucks. That's this podcast has made clear. We're pro AJ firing, replaced.
1: Uh, it just it's a dysfunctional franchise that has many, many problems.
0: Confirms a lot of things that have been said but have not been put in print specifically. Right? Yeah. There's a major chasm between Bob Meldon and. AJ Preller. Yes. They are instructing players with different instructions on how to be a good player, which is alarming. <laughs> Very alarming. Right? Yeah. And I'm going to say, we've been pretty pro-Bob Melvin. Yeah. I'm coming around to... Bob Melvin might need replaced as well. I, I, I'm not sure I'm there completely. Okay. But I do think there's some damning evidence against him in both articles. I, I don't think... I see that. If I were to have a blame meter, it would be... 85% towards AJ, yeah. right? But I, I don't believe Melvin's blameless in it.
1: No, yeah. No, yeah, no. I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on, on but that. But the thing that
0: kills me is there's like this binary, everything's binary right now, right? Like, politics is all binary. You're either red or blue. Yeah, College football is binary, right? Uh, but I, I've seen that the reaction to some of the articles is binary as well, where it's like, well, it's not AJ's fault. It's all Melvin's fault. We can't blame AJ for Melvin's bad managing, yeah. or, or you know, like I keep hearing that. And and there's always this this excuse. It's like, how can we blame AJ for Manny? Seidler wanted to sign it, right? There's always this excuse that excuses AJ's failures under his tenure as president of baseball operations as someone else's fault, and it kills me because I don't know Corey who who hired Bob Melvin. I, I don't remember. Oh.
1: Right. I, was it I, AJ? I, I, yeah. I, I mean, he yeah. was at the press conference like, with him. It, it's like the... But
0: then it's like, oh, it wasn't AJ. It was Seidler. Yeah. He, he had to hire Melvin. Did... Oh, really? Um, how come the owner got put in a position where he had to hire a manager? Oh, wait. It's because AJ had two disasters, really three if you count Pat Murphy, of disasters of managers before. And the owner felt he was so incompetent at hiring a manager that the non-baseball operations-minded owner had to hire a manager for him and force it on which is a huge problem it right there, It all comes back yeah. to AJ in that a normal general manager would be competent at hiring a successful manager, right? Yes. Yeah. It doesn't get taken out of their hands. It's actually considered a value add of having a GM that can actually hire their own manager, right?
1: Right. That they know that they're going to work, work well with and right. they're going to be suc- a successful team yeah. pointing in the right direction right. together.
0: And, and like the Manny thing, it's like, well, you can't possibly blame AJ for that. It was Seidler that did it. Okay, That's the same thing like, we did
1: with Hosmer. The, the people have... It was Fowler that
0: did it. You can't blame AJ. Yeah.
1: Okay, like... AJ's got to step up and say, I, hey, I no. Was, I was speaking no. with
0: an esteemed member of the local media about this topic. And okay. When you're in a, a position of power, like president of baseball operations, if AJ really thought extending... Man- and, and it's very possible he did think that extending Manny was a bad idea. Yeah. The, the popular narrative is he signed Xander to backfill Manny's position when he opts out, and they would let Manny go, right? Yeah. Okay. If you were AJ, and you'd crafted this master plan, and you'd already signed a $280 million contract for Xander Bogarts at this time, and Manny says he's going to opt out, at that point, your plan is being executed perfectly, exactly as you projected, yeah. Right. Right. And Seidler comes in and is like, hey, AJ, I'm going to go ahead and extend Manny for 10 years, okay? Uh, did AJ just go, um, okay, Pete, that's a that's a, that's a good idea. <laughs> Why don't you go do that? A normal president, if you really had laid this all out and, and, it, and it's under your purview, he's within his power to say, hey, Pete, I hate to say it. We've executed a huge plan, including a $280 million contract. That expressly involves letting Manny walk. And I need to tell you, we've already gotten the best part of the deal out of it. In fact, it's a bargain. We got Manny for five years, $150 million. We would have taken that contract any day at the time. Yeah. Do not extend him. If you extend him, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk away from this job. Because you're stepping on my feet and, you're, and, and it reflects poorly on me. Right? Right. This is what corporate executives do all the time when they're forced to do something that they are unwilling to do because it reflects poorly on them. Yeah. It's within his power to flex his muscles as president of baseball operations to direct the team in the best possible way for baseball operations. And he didn't do that. The same thing goes for Hosmer, right? Yeah. What stopped AJ from saying, Hey Ron, I know your idea for Hosmer and and like, I get what you're trying to do, right? Bring in a star. Yeah. This is not the guy. And I'm telling you that my my newly hired analytics expert Dave Cameron has provided me a lot of data that says Hosmer's not gonna be worth the contract. He's very going to bad. Climb. Yes. He's not gonna live up to this and it's gonna be a disaster. And it's gonna reflect poorly on me and the club. Don't do it. This is a no. This is a hard no for me, if you get what I'm saying. It's yeah. a hard no. Yeah. He didn't do that, right? Yeah. So it, it's impossible to absolve him of blame. So he laid it. down again when this Manny thing happened. And and, and this is this it's the, is, it's the job of an executive to make tough decisions. Well, right? And this is
1: far worse now than than the Hosmer situation because this, as we, at length went over at the beginning, was how fucked we are now on the payroll and what what type of a situation it's
2: putting
1: right. in. Manny would be coming off the books. Like, and I'm not uh, saying they're better without Manny. I like, no, but I mean in four. Three years, are they better without Manny? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Two years, I maybe? I mean, next year would be great to have Manny.
0: Right. The thing is... But after I, that, it really goes the down. The fans seem to think like long contracts are good. They're bad. They're in favor of the player. It's got it's Boris asking for 10 years, not the Padres asking for 10 years. Right. It's to the advantage of the team to make the contracts as short as possible. In fact, what Trevor Bauer was doing with like yearly one-year contracts... Teams love that. Like, that. that's ideal. Yeah. You want to pay for the performance that you get, right? Right. Yeah. It, it, it mitigates risk. Like, it, had Manny come out on the free agent market and said, I'm willing to sign a five-year $150 million contract, there wouldn't have been two bidders for him. There would have been a lot more. Yeah. It's the 10-year 300. The 10 years it's that scare people off. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a bargain Manny would have been at 5-150. Oh, what a coup for AJ! Had that happen? Oh yeah, he gets sometimes justified criticism for like the opt-outs he gives. That's an opt-out that would have played great. That, that's a, yeah. that's like a tip your cap to AJ kind of thing if he were to opt
1: out. Well, what, I, I mean, it, so look, man, he becomes a free agent at the end of this year. What you is can he still getting? Resign him? Yeah, but what, what what is he getting though? Is he getting what, what he was given? No, it, no, no, no.
0: And that's the thing. You're yeah. still allowed to resign. Yeah. There's like this obsession with extensions, also. You're still allowed to resign the guy. Let him test the market and pay the market rate. There was no discount given. Yeah. And so, like, it's AJ's job to instruct the owner who is not a baseball operations expert. Hey, let me just lay this out for you, Peter. Like, we've done extensive analytics and analysis on the market. We believe that if he has a good year this year, he'll earn a seven year, $210 million contract. So instead of doing your extension, why don't we just wait and let him test the market? And if you want to resign him, we can resign him. Yeah. I mean, it's your call. You're signing the checks, right? But yeah. I'm just telling you, in my expert opinion, what you're doing is harmful to the team, and I can't stand for that.
1: I, I'm the baseball guy. Right. So listen to me. And and hired me to listen you to hired me, me to, to probably make the tough decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I probably should be working for somebody else. Yeah. So we'll listen. To this you. is
0: common. This yeah. isn't just baseball. Like, this yeah. is normal jobs. This right. happens all the time. Yeah. So
1: he doesn't get absolved of this. Right. At all. No.
0: Okay. Other stuff in Dennis's article. Anything, anything new? I don't remember anything new. He corroborated the payroll. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was a. I don't even think it was a hit piece. No, I thought Dennis went easy. No, I, I, yeah. I, yeah. No, look, like I said, it was it, it was part two. Dennis, does it, the it thing was part that two of it, the one that he dropped two years ago at basically the exact same time. It was time. almost the same, and let's you know? talk
0: about that. Yeah. It was almost the same. And oh, that one was also the written by, by pr- Lynn and, and Rosenthal. Yeah. Most of the dysfunction that was stated in the new article was stated in 2021, which is what kills me about Gruppner's interview this morning, where he was like, you know, this time we're going to sit down and we're going to study what went wrong and try to come up with solutions.
1: Oh, that we've learned from yes. this disaster.
0: As if 2021 didn't happen... And all the problems are the same problems as 2021. And he listed them like lack of depth. And, yeah. yeah like, lack yeah. of depth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a reason Arietta she, was pitching in where, 2021 yeah. because yeah, there where, was no depth.
1: Well, where, 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 where did we hear that one from yeah. before? Yeah. So you're learning from 23, but you didn't learn it from 21. It's the same lessons. Like, yeah. In fact, Gruppner's speech is
0: probably the exact same speech he gave after <laughs> 2021.
1: You know, it'd be. I, I bet we should pull it. I bet he went on with Ben and Woods right near the end yeah. of the year and was probably saying the exact, exact same shit. Thing.
0: We're gonna take a look. Yeah. And what did that lead to? The manager being fired, right? So, and but keeping AJ.
1: Yeah, and that's probably what we're gonna end up with.
0: It's Just like history repeating itself all the time. Yeah. Two out of three years, just horrendous disasters of seasons. And yeah. There's no lessons learned from it. No. Oh. Ugh. Should we, should we get to the good stuff? Let's get to what people are here for. Oh, uh, do, are, are you securing playoff tickets? There's playoff mania right now. I heard Ben Higgins on the radio today going through uh, playoff uh, playoff matchups for us about how we would fare against the Brewers oh. in the first round.
1: The Brewers would absolutely <laughs> fuck us in half. Uh, they always—they already have. This will be in the, the quarters. Just beat the shit out of us in Milwaukee <laughs> when we were there. And that was with... At the time, uh, uh, we had a lot more guys playing at the time, right? Yeah, the A-team was still playing. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that was the that was the, the series where they got swept, just got their dicks kicked killed. in. And then and then Monday morning, Manny put out his Instagram post about his new <laughs> yeah, underwear yeah. line coming out. Yeah, the new yeah. Female,
0: female apparel line. <laughs> and, yeah, and I about threw my phone <laughs> in. <laughs> Anyways, you better secure it. I, yeah. I saw we're up... Exponentially, in we're below 0.1%. We're up to almost 0.5%. That's exponential growth in a week.
1: Damn right. Uh, okay, what am I looking for? Oh, uh, so first one. Uh, oh, we, we have two. Yeah, let's get to the, 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 the show.
0: Don Tricker has called in again. Again,
1: yeah. And You, you his, have that one, right?
0: First, yes, his okay. first comment since the scathing article where he was outed as a spy for AJ. Since Dennis uh, destroyed yes, him. Yes. As, a weirdo, as this weirdo that sits in the back of the room and takes notes but doesn't talk to anyone <laughs> and then never provides any advice on how to improve despite the fact he's taking notes on everything. <laughs> Very unfair to our beloved listener, Don Trickker. Uh, okay, let's let's see what he has to say this time.
4: Hi, bro, it's Don Tricker calling in again. I wasn't going to call in again, but everyone's been asking me about this Dennis Lee article. Now, I don't know about any article, but I do know who Dennis is. And I've seen him one time put away five glizzies in the press box in one sitting, bro. Now, I can't do more than two glizzies. but it was nothing to Dennis. He's like a Mary Joey Chestnut. But there is a bit of a scuttlebutt down here, bro. But it doesn't have to do with Dennis. It has to do with that thieving Persian Andrew Mazone, bro. Did you hear what he was doing? Well, they had a bit of a Situation down here, and at the sports arena, bro. You know they do the poutine fries at the sports arena. So Andrew mazone says, "Hey, give us a cut of those poutine fries. It's for my charity." juna vista the fish pitch, bro. But he was taking the money for himself and spending it on the Swiss sweets and the Kelly Comfort. They had to let him go from the suite from the seals, bro, because he was also taking the jerseys, and then he would sleep overnight in the sports arena under the Zamboni, bro, and then. The next morning, he was first in line at the Kobe swap meet, trying to get a profit. They should have seen this one coming, bro. There's no Persians down in Chula Vista. I do have a bit of a bone to pick with that guy, bro. My wife thinks he's so handsome, because he looks a bit like Aladdin with his nice long eyelashes and his gel in his hair. She says, oh, I'd like him to show me a whole new world. But I'm going to get my revenge on my wife, because tonight, guess who's coming to town? katie woo that's right i've got my whole plan i'm gonna go down to the clubhouse tonight put on a bit of extra old spice make sure my arm hair is nice and glistening and then i'll say hey katie woo imagine seeing you here we'll get to talking and then i'll invite her around to watch lord of the rings i'll say let's watch lord of the rings later i can show you where my house is and then while we're watching netflix will say hey bro are you still watching but I'll be busy exploring the Gap at Rohan, bro. Anyway, lads, hoping for a good night. I hope you have a good weekend and take care. <laughs>
0: uh, it's, it's great to hear from Don Tricker. He is, so, he is amazing. You know, very resil You know, that's the kind of psychological work we want with our players, where they can they can overcome uh, obstacles like being called out. And, 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 and just enjoy life for what it is.
1: It's, it's like, it's like it never even happened. He's just <laughs> got to roll right off his back.
0: <laughs> Don Tricker, resilient. Resilient. It's what we need. Oh so we got another call this time? We
5: got another call. Wow. Uh, you guys always mention, uh, Mark Wilkins on your show and his Chorizo grandote. I, I like to say everything you hear is very, very true. Uh, one time he come to El Paso to interview one, uh, Jay Groom. Uh, he was, we all walked back into the clubhouse and there he was in the shower with his big old baby maker in the shower. I think that's what you get for it. Uh, it looked like a baby holding dos mangos grandotes. Uh, so just all you ladies out there, it's true, it's very
1: proportionate. Uh, thank you for taking my car. I have to go back and sit on the bench while transition months for the rest of the year. Jose oh. is Wow, wow. Sugar. Sugar. sugar, calling in. Telling us what we already
0: know, though. Mark Wilkins, proportionate. Proportionate. Wow. What did he call it? Is, is uh, Chorizo Grande? <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> Oh. Great to hear from a celeb. Yet another celeb.
1: Another celeb. And, and, and by the way, congratulations Sugar on your first home run. Yes. That was awesome.
0: Yes. Yeah. And uh, now he's calling into Quintelligence. Uh, you know, I guess we didn't get any calls for wellness checks from uh from uh, Eric this time. Which, Haven't heard anything. You know, it could be good, could be bad, could be dead. No
1: sightings. That's what's scary. Uh, again, That's what worries me.
0: Right, cuz yeah. if he's not masturbating in the street, uh, is he dead? I don't I, know. I, I don't, I don't I'm just know. asking the I, question. I Hope not. Uh, drugs are ter- yeah. federally illegal. Drugs like that are a, a terrible thing. They really are. Yeah, yeah they destroy lives. <sighs> yeah, they destroy lives. Like Mark Wilkins's chorizo grande can destroy a, a young lady. <laughs> if given the opportunity in a completely consensual a completely and, consensual and erotic fashion. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Pleasing, Pleasing fashion, from what I, from what I've heard, yeah. reports.
1: Oh, yeah. He's a very generous level. Yes, yes. Heard.
0: We've covered this before. Yeah, the thigh tickler, yeah. the Mark thigh Wilkins. Yeah. Goddamn right. Uh, so we put out the voicemail line. Uh, we'll, we'll try to publish it more often because we always forget. Yeah. We're, we're Feel free to time. leave bits. Anytime. Calls. Anytime. Celebs. Day or night. Yeah. We love to hear from players on the San Diego Padres. Yes. Yeah. I, I forgot about this. The, the most damning thing in the Dennis Lynn article is actually that all of his uh, – there are so many references to players currently in the clubhouse, on the team. Oh yeah, that he interviewed and provided information to this. Like, I, I believe one of the current players said, "quote It's an institutional disaster," as far as the management chain goes between AJ and, and Melvin. That wasn't an analyst or an, an ex employee. Like Grupner on his interview tried to pin it all off on he was like anonymous. no you know, we can't trust these anonymous sources that are no longer with the team yeah. okay well how about the sources that are literally on your team payroll on the field yeah that called it an institutional disaster <laughs> right i totally forgot about this yeah. that it was a player that said that oh. probably oh. matt carpenter you know there was one where it was like uh there was a player that was like, when I came to this, it was supposed to be a positive quote. It was like, when I came to this clubhouse, I was expecting a disaster, but it's been okay. <laughs> like, who do we think that is? Rich Hill yeah, or uh, or, uh, or or Matt Carpenter? It's one of the two, right? I, I don't think it's G-Man Choi. Cause Probably Carpenter, right? It I, I, could I, be I, Hill. I, I, Hill's I, pretty I, honest.
4: Yeah.
0: Hill might be the institutional disaster guy. He might. That would be funny. Because I'm trying to think who I would expect to, to to call something a quote institutional disaster. It's not, it's not Fernando. No.
1: Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know.
0: It's not Kim. Good, yeah. You know, is right. it Brett Sullivan? I doubt well, it. Yeah,
1: I doubt, strongly doubt that. So, yeah, yeah.
0: It, it is interesting trying to figure out who oh, these right, right. are going to attribute. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, all right, Corey. We're going into a big series big on series. the playoff run. We only need to win every single game going forward. Edward, we got the
1: Cardinals coming in.
0: They're terrible. Rockies. White Sox again, right?
1: No, no, no. Uh, Cardinals. Giants. Giants, yes. And the Huge Giants series. are spiraling. They're cooked. I'll tell you what. I'll say this. I really, really wanted this team to absolutely shit the bed here at the end so we could get in that top six. You know, That's not happening, obviously. Yeah. Now. That, that's completely out now. So... If we can fuck the Giants just to fuck Gabe Kapler, I am so on board. with I mean, that. they're almost eliminated. They're done. They're, they're close. Yeah, but we might actually pass them in the standings
0: and get into third place. It
1: would be funny though to be the ones who knock them out yeah. in San Francisco. Yes, in front, of, would...
0: their, in front of their small crowd. At small their, crowd. At their yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just just for the the challenge call on the the tag play at home or whatever. Yeah. I just just for that alone. Yeah. Yeah. He. I, can't stand that fucker i really don't like him Oh, i don't I, like him no he sucks yeah he's oh, the he guy sucks.
0: the guy that allowed sexual uh sexual yeah. assault like, it, it, yeah. with the dodgers I can't stand him. Yeah. i've told the story but when i went to swing for your seats where the, the padres said if you hit a home they called all the season ticket holders to the field and you, you could take two pitches at 80 85 miles an hour and if you hit a home run you got your a free season ticket package do you remember this, this oh, was like yeah, yeah, yeah early yeah. partello years right okay and Gabe Kapler was a TV host at this point, and he was there with Donovan McNabb, and we're roasting in the sun, like waiting to go hit and get out of there. I yeah. brought my, my current nine-year-old, but she was like one or two at the time, okay. roasting in the sun. And Gabe Kapler's like, hey, uh, we need to get some footage of me hitting a home run. So he cut the line, and Fox Sports, it's like FS1 or Fox Sports, whatever, was filming it. Yeah. He took 35 cuts. Do you know how long that takes? Oh 35 cuts? Didn't hit a home run. He did it all for nothing. He couldn't get the ball out at thirty at thirty five thirty five pitches at eighty five miles an hour. He would just be like, "Ugh, all right, the next one, the next one," and everyone in line is just like,
1: oh, "Gabe Kapler. Isn't this is supposed to be like a member event thing, right? Yes. Oh,
0: yeah. I, so since Fuck that, that day, I didn't yeah. know about the sexual assault stuff at yeah. the time, but right. since that day, I, I, I cannot stand Gabe Kapler. Fuck that guy. Hate that guy.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Let's hope the
0: Padres hate him as much. Also, damn right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Let's get that. Let's Let's get 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 to the playoffs. And get to Milwaukee and get the shit. Yes, I can't wait.
0: Uh, (laughs) All right, Corey, uh, we've said a lot. (laughs) Said it all. Said it all. Uh, For another edition of the Gwintelligence Podcast, go Padres. Go Padres.